We once invited a juggler to entertain children at a JKO program in Dallas. He took a knife and threw it from under his leg upwards. And before it could come down, he threw a second knife. And then he threw the third one just in time to catch the first knife. I was astounded. He was juggling three knives with his hands going all over his body. It was such a precision skill where a slight mistake would have cut his hand. But he was doing it perfectly. How did he manage it? Did he have a yogic siddhi? Well, when we go to the circus and we see the acrobats walking on ropes tied at 80 feet height and balancing themselves while keeping one saucer on top of which one cup on top of which another saucer, then a cup and then a saucer and then a cup. We wonder again, how do they do it? Do they have mystic abilities? Well, all of us have some amount of expertise. And those who don't know the secret would conclude the same about us, that we have yogic siddhis. Consider, for example, a villager who has never seen a typewriter comes to the city and looks at you as your fingers fly on the computer keyboard, typing at the speed of 60 to 100 words a minute that villager will also conclude, my, my, this guy's brain thinks so fast. How does he do it? He's got mystic powers. Well, not really. In each of these cases, it was just the consequence of practice. So how does our brain cooperate in enabling us to master skills? This is important to understand. The first step is called conscious incompetence, where we apply our complete attention to the task and yet are inept at it. Like when children first sit on the bicycle, they find they need to multitask, maintain the balance, grip the handle, press the pedal and look in front. They do it extremely attentively and yet the cycle falls. But then as one keeps practicing, the next stage comes which is conscious competence. Now the work is done properly, but only with complete attention upon it. So with practice, children now cycle without falling, but they cannot do anything else alongside because they need to be attentive. 
And as the practice continues, the third stage comes, which is unconscious competence. Now the subconscious steps in and the stage of automaticity is reached, where the subconscious enables us to do the task competently even without paying complete conscious attention to it. At this stage, children are now cycling and speaking to their friends alongside, singing songs and looking at sceneries in the horizon. So this learning process is enabled by the neurons in our brain. The brain is an astonishing mechanism with a hundred billion neurons. And when neurons fire together, they wire together, so to say. This leads to the learning process which was explained by Donald Hebb. Let me read about it to you from my latest book, The Power of Thoughts. The Hebbian Theory of Neuroscience. A neurologist called Donald Hebb was the first to postulate how neurons get rewired. His ideas are today widely accepted as the Hebbian theory of learning. This theory states that when an axon of neuron A repeatedly excites neuron B and persistently fires it, an organic change happens in both. They literally bind together. This enhances neuron A's efficiency in firing neuron B. Consequently, neurons that repeatedly fire at the same time tend to become associated. Thereby, activity in one facilitates activity in the other. It results in the learning process which enables us to master any skill. The same principle holds for any activity such as typing, driving, music and so on. The Hebbian theory of neural learning can also help us understand why constant revision is necessary to sustain a skill. For when we stop practicing, those neurons start going back to their original state. Hence, our scriptures say, Anabhyasena visham vidya hyajirne bhojanam visham. Just as if you eat when you are not hungry, the food works like poison for you. Likewise, any skill or science when not revised evaporates. The good news is that a skill that may have been forgotten 
can very easily be revived with only a little bit of practice because those neural connections now do not need much to be re-established. However, what happens in old age? Is learning still possible? Because neurology informs us that the neurons max out by the age of 25, after which there is literally no increase in the white matter or gray matter of the brain. And yet, people do keep learning almost until death. Take the inspiring example of Peter Drucker, who is known as the father of modern management and presented the philosophies that laid its foundations. He invented the concept of MBO or management by objectives. Drucker was the first to predict the emergence of an information society where there would be need for lifelong learning. And he coined the phrase knowledge worker, which is so commonly used today. Drucker loved to keep learning a new subject every three years, whether it was Japanese art or classical music or literature, he felt it just kept his brain active. And he taught his last class at the age of 92, three years before he passed away. Well, as we age, the quantity of the neurons does not increase but the possibility of their connecting with each other to form new circuits remains ever present. That is why the saying, you are never too old to learn. Now, this neural learning also results in the creation of attitudes and mindsets within us. When we harbor certain emotions, these fire neural patterns in the brain. And the repeated firing of a set of patterns results in the creation of neural highways. So for example, if someone repeatedly brings the emotion of positivity, a corresponding neural pathway gets created where the sentiments of positivity come more easily to the person. And that person then develops a positive mindset and becomes a positive person. I hope this understanding of how the brain cooperates in the learning process will inspire you to practice the right thoughts and the actions to master the beneficial skills and mindsets in your life. We shall continue to discuss this vitally important topic in this series on the power of thoughts.